beers, hope it never has to come to that. Promise I'm never gonna run from that. Step my ground like a man, draw the line in the sand. Yeah, family over everything, regardless how it land. I'll be damned if my soul damn. And me and Karma gotta hold hands. I go to war any minute, I'll be fighting for my children, so the enemy got no chance. I'm a warrior for what's right. Yo, what's up, y'all? Um, this is Josh, and uh, this is my podcast. Um, speaking my mind to the masses. Um, today, um, today was a really hard day for me. Probably the hardest day I've had in a while. Like I've had some real ups and downs over the over the last couple months, but today was like. Today was almost like my rock bottom. Um, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been at this one place for um, almost three years, and I perfected my craft there, and I, I built a real nice, you know, um, you know, family amongst um, other other um, stylists, and you know, I started to really, really jive with the the clientele and I really became somebody that um you know a real staple in that environment and I was really protecting perfecting my my craft and I was you know I mean I think I was doing some of my best work and um you know with that comes um you know a lot of responsibility and you know I was pretty much you know I'm not gonna say for nothing like I sacrificed my marriage Um, time with my children, you know, any kind of life at all. And, um, and for that, I have nothing, you know what I mean? And all I wanted was a little something. I wanted my little 40 acres. You know what I mean? Where the fuck my mule at? You know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel like no disrespect to, um, you know, the whole 40 acre and a mule thing. I, I use that as like, you know what I mean? they was also not given what they deserved and at the end of the day like I just want what I've earned what is mine like give me my shit and if you ain't gonna give me my shit well you know what I mean we're gonna have to part ways because if not it's gonna end in a situation where you know what I mean I end up owing time and that's not cool with me and um that's just how I felt so this morning I had to go and um you know pack up my stuff and leave the place that I've called home for three years where I've made, you know, whatever amount of money and, you know, really perfected my craft and really made some good friends and, um, you know, a decent, decent following with with the clientele. And I had to walk away from all that and go into a new environment where, you know, I mean, I'm a new kid on the block and, um, nobody really knows who I am and you know my reputation precedes me but at the same time you know it depends who's telling the story you know like sometimes you know you know some people think I'm a fucking god but you know other people think I'm a devil I think I'm somewhere in between and it depends you know whether you piss me off or not um but I don't hold myself to one group you know what I mean (laughs) either I am or I ain't you know what I mean? You're going to find out. And um, that's the way I live my life. And I'm not really, you know, um, 
I'm not ashamed of that, you know? I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'm not ashamed of my past, you know? But I am ashamed of the fact that I allowed um, myself to give so much of myself and take so much away from the people I love and um, allow um, myself not to be um, compensated um, for it, whether monetary or promotionally, and I and I allowed myself to continuously um, not be compensated and continue to um, give everything I had, and I was wasting away, and I was hating the thing that I love most, and I was neglecting the people I love most, and I'm out here, you know just getting it in and I'm, I'm thinking that I'm doing what's right for my career and what's going to make me, you know, to that next level and take me up. So I'm thinking, you know, all this work I'm putting in, like, um, I ain't never seen nobody do this shit. I'm the only one doing it, yeah. And not for nothing, it ain't a big deal that I'm the only one doing it. It ain't a big deal that, you know, I've carried, you know, the organization from at least the standpoint of where I was um, carried it personally on my back for at least the last year um, you know what I mean ain't nobody talking about it though ain't nobody mentioning the fact that you know if not for me that store might not even be open to be honest with you the only person to be there would be April April sitting over there in the little front station you know what I mean um, knocking out haircuts in three minutes because if not, people get mad and leave. You know what I mean? How quality are they going to be, April? You know what I mean? Eight minutes is still too short. But whatever. You know what I mean? She does great work. Let her go. Leave her alone. So, you know, it was a real, real, it was a real emotional time for me and um, it wasn't anything that I wanted to um, do in front of anybody. So, you know, I, I did what I had to do. I packed my shit up. I got a nice, fresh haircut from April. April Hughes, thank you very much, love. You are the shit. Um, my hair looks great, of course, like always. Um, and, you know, you're not too shabby as a friend either. But, um, you know, I couldn't do it. I got there early and I did my thing and... I wanted to get in and get out before anybody came in because I'm not really good at goodbyes. Um, I mean, I am. Don't get it twisted. But I'm not just you're not not real good at saying it. I'm just the type of motherfucker that just don't call you anymore. Um, you know what I mean? And uh, but to actually physically um, say goodbye, um, that's not really my thing. Um, I'm, I'm too. I'm too. Uh, I'm not real good at letting go. Um, I mean, you can just figure that out by the fact that, you know, you know I mean, I got, I got uh, abandonment issues, I guess it is. <laughs> but <laughs> I think we already discovered in our last segment, I got mommy issues, but uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Like, um, you know, I, after, so anyway, after April cut my hair and my shit was packed and I left and I made it about a, you know, 
probably not even a quarter mile up the street before I started to break down and I had to pull over so I stopped at the sheets I was gonna stop anyway for coffee but you know what I mean the fact that I was breaking down gave me another excuse um, since I left my coffee um, at the place I'll never go again but uh so anyway I broke down and I called my wife and I'm just like I can't believe that I'm you know never going to work there again I'm never going to work for these people again and you know not for nothing like the the actual owner owners of you know what I mean they ain't half bad you know what I mean they're not you know it's not like I'm going to go have a cookout with them or nothing. But, you know, I mean, like, I thought they was good people. Like, and at, at the same time, like, I had to call them and tell them I was quitting. And they're on vacation. So that kind of sucks, too. Like, I always be the asshole that fucked up their vacation. Um, because they're going to have a feeling about this. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't mix no words when I say that they're going to feel the impact of me leaving. And, you know, whether it's financially or emotionally in their hearts, whatever, that's not really for me to care but everybody's going to feel the effects of me leaving one way or another and um for the sake of you know the owners of this 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 place that i left i didn't want them to um i wanted them to take the least impact from this because you know business owners aside like you know they was people and they treated me like people and um you know I sacrificed my family and my time with my kids on my own. They didn't ask me to do that. I did it because I love them. Um, and I love their company. And I love my customers. And I love my trade. So I didn't do it for the owners. Um, and I damn sure didn't expect them to, um, you know, like throw me a fucking parade or nothing. You know what I mean? You can throw me a dollar here or there, whatever. You know what I mean? The apple butter at Christmas, you know? Um, maybe an extra $50 card at Thanksgiving. I don't know. You know, everything they was doing, like, I thought was on point. Like, I really didn't... My problem wasn't with them. It was with, you know, a micromanager, you know, that walked around like a motherfucking uh, linebacker for the fucking Redskins. You know what I mean? Can we even call them Redskins anymore? Well, guess what? It's my motherfucking podcast and I call them whatever the fuck I want and if I know them as the motherfucking Washington Redskins that's what the fuck I'm gonna call them so um you know she looked like a motherfucking Redskins linebacker ah you know at the end of the day like um it is it is it, to the point where you know I I tried to um you know respect her as a person and she's not a person she's a demon and, you know, I thought about um, counteracting her bullying with another bully. But at the same time, that's not that's not a path I go down anymore because I try not to live like that anymore. Um, I try to live my life, um, you know, with the least amount of drama possible because, you know, drama takes me to a place I can't come back from, you know drama keeps me sick to be honest with you just like them goddamn secrets um you know and it's basically you know the biggest thing that hurt was you know after all my sacrifices all my commitment um I still have not heard from the owners but they're on vacation I'm gonna cut them some slack 
and it kind of hurt that, you know, the bitch that, you know, made me wanted to quit, um, didn't even try and talk me into staying, um, so she didn't value me, I knew she wanted me going anyway, you know what I mean, you kill a competition, you know what I mean, you shine, you know what I mean, but I ain't never believed that personally myself, like me, I ain't never had to hurt nobody, I ain't never had to put somebody down for me to shine, because I shine all on my own, you know, sometimes it's a dull glimmer, you know, sometimes you see your face in it, um, but I do all my own shine, and I ain't got to take nobody's shine away to, to, um, make mine better, and that's, that's something I'm very proud of, um, like, everything I do is on, on my own. Like, I don't... Everything's on my merits. I don't, you know... My name don't come from nobody else. Nobody made me what I am. You know what I mean? When they talk about self-made, they talk about, you know... You know, like, for instance, like, they say that bitch, um... Kardashian, that younger one, she got, like, a billion fucking dollars. And, and... They call her self-made. Bitch! How the fuck is she self-made? She was born with the motherfucking spoon. She could have pawned the spoon she was born with in her fucking mouth and bought a Lamborghini. You know what I'm saying? How the fuck is she self-made? Has she ever been on the bottom? Has she ever had to have a job to eat? Has anyone ever said to her, you know, if you want a motherfucking shirt on your back, you won't have to suck this dick tonight? No. No. She don't need a fucking thing from nobody. Because she was already given the keys to the palace. So yeah, maybe she took, you know, whatever little bit of money that they gave her and turned it into something bigger. But that's not self-made. If I give you a million dollars and you make a trillion, that don't make you self-made. That makes you a lucky motherfucker. That's what that makes you. But if a motherfucker come out the joint with his clothes on his back and in four years... is living his idea of the American dream that's the motherfucker self-made to me and that's exactly what the fuck I am I started out with nothing started from the bottom now we're here that's my motherfucking song that's my mantra because I did that I didn't do it alone but I definitely was the one that did it at the end of the day you know I'm the one that put the work in. Ain't nobody hand me a motherfucking stack of money and say go to school and go buy a salon and then go get yourself a house and a car. No, nobody told me nothing. Nobody gave me nothing. I hustled for everything. Everything I got. And that's not even, you know what I mean, to the, to, to the average motherfucker, I'm living in poverty. But to me, it's my American dream. Because ain't nobody paying my bills. Ain't, I ain't living with nobody. Um, a damn sure ain't waiting on no motherfucking check from nobody. You know, other than the check I earn. You know what I mean? And, you know, I get to, I get to spend time with my children. And, you know what I mean? I get to uh, work in the trade that I love. And, you know what I mean? I get to, you know... Um, you know, I start, to, I start to get treated like a human being in my community instead of pariah, you know, for being a, um, 
you know, a, a criminal, a bang, whatever the fuck you want to call me, you know what I mean? Like, my tattoos tell a story, but people ain't really paying attention to that story no more. They're paying attention to the story that's going on before their face, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're watching, they're watching the fucking, you know, um, bud come up through a crack in the fucking concrete, and, you know, as the sun comes out, and the sun is shining today, it is a beautiful day, and if you are, are struggling with anything in your life today go take a walk out there and get some of that sun in your motherfucking body and and smell the grass and listen to the birds and you know what i mean thank god that you know no matter how bad things are in your life that you at least get to experience this you know what i mean before you go slit your wrist and that's kind of fucking how i feel about it you know what i mean like at least give give the man that put you here one more chance to convince you it's worth living and I've done this on multiple occasions I've never been one you know suicide's a real touchy subject for me um my best friend shot himself in the head over a bitch that he was only fucking and um shot himself in the fucking head and died and and I I was really you know he was a brother, and um, so when he died, and and you know, um, I was real upset with him. So I didn't attend his funeral. I was like, you know what? You know, like he would do that to me. Like obviously, he didn't give a fuck about my my situation. You know how I was gonna feel. You know after losing, you know, somebody I called a brother, and you know what I mean, like somebody I spent like eighty um, percent of my time with when I wasn't fucking some bitch. And, you know, he was somebody that I really was trying to build empires with. Like, he had, you know, the muscle and I had the brains, you know, and sometimes I had the muscle and, well, I still had the brains. But at the end of the day, like, he was, that was my, that was my ace and that was who I was going to, um, you know, walk into this world with. And, and you know, we was going to build something and, you know, um, you know, something we could leave our kids because we both had kids that we were separated from and, you know what I mean? All we wanted to do was make right. And, um, but anyway, he went and popped himself in the head over some bitch. And at the end of the day, like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I dropped flame on him. Like, I wouldn't attend his funeral. You know what I mean? Like, his aunt gave me his truck. I mean, I rode the motherfucker on purpose. Like, it was really nice low rider joint with, had an alien painted on the hood. Like, this motherfucker put some money in his truck. And, um, I'm, nobody knew that until just now. <laughs> I I just told him myself it's cool, but you know, at the end of the day, like I really hated this man, um, and it was a, it was somebody that I really really called a brother. Like me and him, me and him was like you know brothers, and and he did that. So when he did that, I was like you know that's a coward move. And then one time my mom. My mom um, acted like she was going to kill herself, and she just did it for attention, but she put a bunch of cuts on herself and came downstairs. You know, she was wearing a silk nightgown, and you could just see the blood seeping through the through the silk nightgown, and um, I had just come home with my children um, from the... Um, my children was there at, at the babysitters because they were with me for two weeks in the summer vacation. And, and me, 
um, I still got to work because I still got to pay child support. So I can't be sitting around with these kids just because, you know what I mean? They here to visit. You know what I mean? So I had this girl I was messing with and I just sent them to her house and I go to work. And then when I cut off work, I go pick them up. Well, sometimes I had to work late. So they would spend the night at our house. So it was a Friday night. They stayed at our house. So Saturday I go pick them up and shit. And, um, I called my mom like, all right, well, I just want to make sure you're up and shit. So I'm about to come home with the three kids. Um, you know, I don't want them to, I'll be quiet if you're sleeping and maybe I'll go somewhere until you're done. But if you're awake, I'll just go ahead and come home. So she messages me back and she's like, um, you know, I'm up and moving around. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go home and she only lives, the girl that was watching the kids only lived like 10 minutes from us. I walk in the house with my kids and these are my kids that only see me like two months out of the fucking year, right? Two weeks out of the year. And I walk in the front fucking door and my mom comes stumbling down the steps in, in her nightgown and she's covered in fucking blood and there's like um, flesh wounds all over like 80% of her body. Like she just stood there with a fucking knife, like just carving herself the fuck up. And I snapped, like, I'm like, you nut bitch, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, um, I call my sister, I'm like, yo, I'm putting this bitch in a fucking ward, like, at the end of the day, like, she's fucking nuts, like, come get her. And not for nothing, like, my mom fought in Iraq, and she has some fucking metal issues, and she really had PTSD, and she had emphysema, and, like, she was really depressed, and my dad really fucked her up, and... You know what I mean? Like, my mom had some shit going on with her, but, like, you know, at the end of the day, like, she was my rock, and I didn't expect that from her, and when she did that, like, I lost a lot. I don't know what I lost. I don't know if I lost love, respect, or what, but I lost a lot, and it hurt me so bad to my core, and, like, we never really got over that, even though, you know, we still stayed close, but that was still something that never got out of my mind so anyway I, I my sister takes it to some psych ward out in york and the um like a week later we they take me in there and we have a counseling session me and her fucking counselor and you know she explains that she did it you know what i mean and whatever you know what i mean i'm not gonna get on all the details and make people famous but at the end of the day it was about my sister's boyfriend and it was all tied in together, and uh, at the end of the day, it ain't none of your fucking business, so, but anyway, my mother tried to kill herself, and my best friend killed himself, and I've lost quite a few friends um, to suicide and overdoses, and, but anyway, my thing is, you know, I've been at the pits of the bottom on multiple occasions, and, you know, you always contemplate, or I always contemplate, you know, whether it'd be easier to be gone or, or stay and fight. And um, never once have I answered the question with a, yes, it'd be easier to be gone. Because had I done that, like I'm a man of my word. So if I decide that I'm done with all this, then I'm done. Like I don't play no games. I'm not going to call nobody up and, you know what I mean? And, and beg them to come you know, save me before I fucking take a dive off this goddamn cliff. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to give no signs. Like if I say, if, if I say to myself, cause I don't like, well, I try not to lie to myself. So 
at the end of the day, like if I say to myself that I'm done, then that means I'm done. And then I'm, you know what I mean? But I don't respect, I think, I think suicide is a coward's way out. I think if you can't face your problems, you just try harder. So on the, on the, um, on the inside, like I really feel like I'd be a punk, you know what I mean? If I was to, you know, take my own life. But there are thoughts like that sometimes because things really do get that bad sometimes. And you always, you know, the testament that I'm still here is the fact that I always come up with the answer. You know what I mean? It's it. My life is worth fighting for. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's the reason I got clean. That's the reason why I try and deal with my, my mental health. That's the reason why I don't, you know, um, you know, I don't want to hurt people no more. You know, I want to make people happy. Um, I don't want any drama in my life. Um, there's just a whole bunch of um, reasons why um, I want to I want to make it. I want to live. I want to, you know, have a better life. And, <coughs> you know, of course, when those those thoughts come to mind, um because I'm so far against um, taking that route, um, I reach out, whether it's through my music or through, you know, posting stuff on on social media, you know, or, you know, I've even gone so far as to, um, you know, contact the crisis center and let people know I'm contacting the crisis center. You know what I mean? Because in that is, I'm telling you that that thought's in my head. So let's let's find a way to, um, you know, I might need your help with this. You know, even if it's just keeping an eye on me. You know what I mean? Um, because I don't want to. But when those thoughts come to me, I let people know. You know what I mean? Like, this is how I feel right now. It probably wouldn't take much to send me over the edge. So can we, um, can we find another way today? That's all I'm asking. You know what I mean? And that's the way it has to be for my, for my, my well-being. Um, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve a lot because I don't think that, um, you know, I need to hide them. It's not like the old days where you had to walk around with like a chip on your shoulder and a mean mug on your face. And, you know what I mean? Don't let no, don't ever let nobody see you smile, you know? Ain't like that no more, you know what I mean? Like, that's all I want to do is smile. You know what I mean? I could smile in the middle of a rumble, like, for real, like, you're not going to take it away from me. You know what I mean? I laughed at, you know, I, I sat there before my mother's dead body, the woman I loved to death, and made jokes and laughed because that's what I do. Like, I'm always trying to find the brighter side of things. You know what I mean? And with my mother's death, I really needed to um, laugh so I wouldn't cry. So I would sit there and pop jokes and like now my family thinks like you know I didn't care that my mother was that like dead but at the end of the day like that was the only way I could deal with it and and still you know keep my composure was to make jokes and you know what I mean like if nobody else was laughing I was and I didn't care like I don't give a fuck how they feel about it they can all suck a dick you know what I mean like I don't care about your feelings I care about mine you know, and maybe that's selfish, but at that point, I really had to be. I had to be selfish because it was the first time that, you know, I was really, 
I was really growing up because I was really I knew that there was no more free passes. There was no more. Mom was never going to come save me again. And I had to grow the fuck up and, and be a man and a father and a husband. And, you know, what I mean, leave that leave that shit behind, like move on. OK, now it's time to go on to the next step. You had fun in that little, you know what I mean? All, all that world that you was in. Now it's time to move on. You're done with that. That chapter of your life is over. And that alone upset me. So I had to make jokes. I had to, you know, I had to do things to purposely make myself laugh, knowing it was going to piss everybody off. But I'm not responsible for nobody else's feelings but my own. I'm not responsible for anybody's actions but my own. So at the end of the day, you ain't responsible for mine. So mind your motherfucking business. I'm going to go ahead and braid this little piece of hair. I'm going to cut it the fuck off. And I'm going to keep it in my, my keepsake box for the shine that I built for my mother. And if it offends you, you can suck it dick. And that's definitely going out to you. You know who you are. Um, you probably ain't even listening anyway. Um, but it's not about you. It's about me. And um, But I just wanted to reach out today. You know, because I'm doing what I'm doing for my recovery and for my well-being. And it's to talk about the things that bring me down. The things that, you know, interrupt my my, my recovery and, and, and change my happiness. And these are the things that um, could quite potentially send me into relapse. And I know once I expose it to the world... That it's no longer a, um, a threat to me. Because once I give it to the world, it's no longer mine. Like, I literally feel like right now, like, I gave all that shit to, even if nobody's listening. Even if nobody gives a fuck. Even if, you know, people are just listening so they have, you know, something to gossip about. Whatever it is, I don't fucking care the only thing I care about is the fact that I put this someplace I no longer have to keep it on my chest I no longer have to you know it no longer has to be a part of my everyday routine to think about it it doesn't have to be the thing that keeps me up at night and wakes me up in the middle of the night and then makes me tired in the morning it doesn't have to be the thing that makes me want to just give up it is no longer my responsibility once I put it out on this podcast. And that's what this podcast is for. And I don't care if anybody ever hears it. This is for me. This is the one thing I do in my life that is extremely about me. And, you know, not that I don't hope that it helps somebody. Not that I don't hope that, you know... The world gets something out of it. Like, honestly, you know, part of my recovery is helping others. So, of course, I want to help as many people as I can, even if it's just one person. So I do hope that, you know, if anybody should hear this, that it makes you think about your situation and, you know, how you can make it better. And, like, there's never a reason to give up. There's no good reason to give up. No matter what it is, no matter what the situation, it is never okay to give up. Ever. And that's probably the 
um, most important thing I will ever tell my children and anybody that will listen is um, failure. Failure means you're trying. So if you ain't failing, you ain't trying. Um, and once you accept the fact that, you know, it is possible to fail, and but it's also possible to pick yourself up and start over, um, then the failure doesn't hurt as much. Um, it has less power over you. It has less, uh, less power to destroy your next attempt. So once you embrace the fear of um, failure, then failure is never um, that failure anyway. It's no longer part of your fear. You see what I And I truly believe that. And, you know, um, I stand on that. And that's what this podcast is about. And... You know, I hope that everybody has a wonderful day enjoying this sun. I'm probably going to go ride my motorcycle and, um, you know, relax um, on this Sunday that I have off, that I haven't had off in a while. And I'm not going to let none of this that's happened over the last week affect today. I may think about it tomorrow or, you know, whatever. But for today, I'm just going to um, enjoy the blessings that, you know, I've been blessed with. And, um, you know, maybe, you know, spread some uh, um, joy, however possible. Um you know, for others, but, um, I'd like to thank everybody who did or didn't listen, um, comments are always welcome, but not needed, um, and, uh, you know what I mean, just, um, if you do anything today, just make sure you're not a shitty person, today. You want to be a shitty person tomorrow, that's cool. But for me, um, just for today, try not to be a shitty person. We all have enough of them in our lives. I'd like to thank you again for listening. Bye-bye now.